to Financial Education for the Nation. My name's Warren Shoot, and have we got a fantastic show for you today. Uh, one question that I get asked probably most, it might be second to what's the, what should I invest into, is how much do I need to save for retirement? How much do I need to save for retirement? Good question. What do you think? How much? Well, it's probably more than you think. Um, as a general rule of thumb, we will target, as financial planners, most financial planners, as a general rule of thumb, will target a million pounds. Okay. Now, um, we're looking... One thing I need you to understand is with this discussion, this video, this podcast, it's going to be lots of general rule of thumbs. And the reason for that is we're all individual. We've all got individual spending needs. We're all going to have different lifestyle um, trends or patterns. Some of us will have children, some of us will be single, some of us will enjoy lots of toys, and others will live very frugally. So it would be impossible for me to do a video that would be completely accurate for all of you. Um, But what I can say is these are very good general rule of thumbs, and and I think they'll they'll apply to most of you. So as a general rule of thumb, with that caveat I've uh, covered myself, we we, we look to try and target a million pounds of income. Sorry, a million pound fund. A million pound fund at retirement at 4% is going to give you around about £40,000 a year. And these are sort of general ideas that we would work with. So if you say, well, actually, I don't need that. £40,000 a year is more than I currently earn. Why would I need that much money in retirement? I only need... um, uh, say £20,000, then you could say, well, okay, well, I need about half a million pounds saved. Um, and when I say, do you need £20,000, is that you or is that as a family unit? So do you need £20,000 as a family, so therefore £10,000 each? Or do you need £20,000 for yourself? And actually, your partner probably needs £20,000 as well, so we're back to the million. So they're, they're proportionate, okay, they're proportionate. It gives you a good rule of thumb of, of how it works out. Um, you can get a little bit more sort of accurate by saying, okay, what's my monthly income that I want? Okay, let's say, for example, let's, let's, let's think big, let's say £5,000 a month, um, and multiply that figure by 300. Okay, so £5,000 a month monthly income times by 300, you're going to need about £1.5 of invested money. On the flip side of that, if we said, well, okay, well, I only need £1,000 a month income in retirement because um, on top of that, I'm going to have the state pension. So £1,000 a month is £12,000 a year. State pensions, ballpark £8,000. The two things together give me £20,000. That's about right. That's what I need, £1,000 a month for my pension. I could live happily with that. So £1,000 a month times 300 You need a lump sum of about £300,000. So with that given... Okay, with those sort of parameters of, okay, how much do you think you might need? Um, we can talk about you know, how much we should have saved now and how much we should save and things. But one thing I would say to you is step one of the money plan is, get, is know your outcome. What is it you want? And when I talk about know your outcome, what I mean is when do you want to retire? What is your outcome? You know, what, is your, what is your life plan? Um, because if you're going to retire at, say, 60, 60, as opposed to 67, well, that's almost another decade. Um, and you've got a lot of contributions and investment growth on that money over that time. So you potentially could afford to fund less. If one of your outcomes is, I want to retire on, 
the thousand pounds a month, but you're a late starter for whatever reason. It doesn't matter why you are where you are today. Don't beat yourself up about it. It's not a competition. Um, you might just have to accept that you're going to work further into time. You might have to accept that you're going to work possibly until 67 and dare I say it, maybe into your 70s as well. And this is why financial planning and health and well-being are so interconnected with one another because um, I'm, I'm listening to a book at the moment where they're talking about uh, Google have a research company about um, continuing life indefinitely. So people living beyond age 100, they're talking at age 150 and 200. Irrespective of whether you think you want to do that or not, look at the financial implications of that and how much money we would need to live that long. It costs money. And as we age, we become more financially vulnerable. So what I mean by that is we have less desire or interest to... Um, Look at the investment markets, look at the stock market, deal with tenants, um, and we we could feel more vulnerable about people wanting taking advantage of us or taking advantage of our money. Um, you know, an older person with lots of money, you might feel that well, actually, why do all these people keep coming around seeing me? What is it with my money? So you, you've got to take these considerations into account. But one thing that money does do for you is it provides you choices. Okay, it just gives you options and choices, and one of those choices is what type of lifestyle you have. Heaven forbid, if you need care, what type of long-term care you actually um, receive. Um, what, who do you help? That's another choice. Do you help your local community, your church, your family, that kind of thing? So, I'm not talking about this in so far that um, I want everyone to be rich. I just want everyone to have choices. And one of those things is, what's your outcome? When do you want to retire? We, I talk a lot about saving the first working hour of a working day. Um, that's typically a, my sort of savings mantra. I think it needs to be more than that. But I think if I started saying 15, 20% of your income, um, some of you might fall off your chair. Um, the first working hour of a working day, most work an eight-hour day. One hour out of eight is 12.5%. If you start saving as a minimum 12.5% of your income, now, I say that most, I will say, I'll be confident to say most of you are saving a lot less than 12.5% of your gross income. You're probably saving um, maybe 5% something like that through your workplace pension scheme. Some of you might be saying a little bit more. If you are, I congratulate you. I really, really do. Um, again, it's not a competition. It's just basically what you decide to do and what you need to do. But as a, as a minimum, I really think you should be doing 12.5%. But that does depend also where you're coming from. So if you're coming from a large financial base, then perhaps you 12.5% is the right amount of money. If it's a very large financial base, perhaps 12.5% is too much. Um, but if you have nothing invested at all and you're listening to this at 50, um, you'll see some figures in a moment. You need to put more money away than 12.5%. Um, or you need to change your outcome, change step one. You need to readjust um, what you're looking at. So they're going to talk about some calculations of how much you need to save each year um, based on some kind of assumptions. One of the assumptions we assume is a 6% investment return. Um, now, a 6% investment return, um, it, it's blended. I think that's fair and reasonable. Um, if you're looking at an equity return, you're looking sort of near a 9 so a full equity return. Global equity markets, about 9% return a year. We've got to take a deduction off that for charges. So, you know, coming down towards sort of seven and a half, eight is more reasonable. Um, but then 
if I use that return, that would assume that we're going to get a seven and a half, eight percent return throughout your lifestyle, throughout your life. And as we approach our later years in life, we would what we would term as de-risk. We might become more cautious. It's not that we would go into cash, but rather than having a hundred percent equity exposure that we would be comfortable with at a younger age, um, and a hundred percent equity exposure gives a fifty percent downside drop, we might then come down from a hundred to eighty to sixty to 40% and 40% might be sort of where we're spending more of our time in our latter years towards retirement. Um, that isn't a, an indication or an, a recommendation, by the way, and I'm not doing that as a, a compliance thing. I'm doing that to make sure you keep your eyes open of what, what risk profile you are and what you should take. But um, generally speaking, 100 minus your age is a good um, guide to say, well, okay, this is where I should be looking at for equity exposure. So when you're a newborn, and I'm going to cover on newborns in a second, 100 minus your age, well, it's 100. So maybe a newborn baby should be in a 100% equity market. When you're in 20, 100 minus your age, 80, maybe 80% in the stock market. Let's fast forward to 50-year-old, 100 minus your age, 50. So 50% in the stock market. You get my drift. But look at an 80-year-old, 100 minus your age, 80, so down to 20% in the stock market. There is still stock market exposure there. So it's a good rule of thumb. Oh, okay, so the figures, the findings. Um, if you are starting at birth, so you have a child, got some friends who are having a child in a moment soon, if they put away um, £58 a month, now bear in mind that's a gross contribution, if they put away £58 a month, they would save up enough money to provide a million pounds for their child aged 65. So £58 a month, increasing line with inflation, so I use 3.5%. It's 65, they'd have a million pounds. But what I want to highlight to you is these figures here. Your contributions, okay, in that will be £132,000. Nearly 133 actually. The tax man, the revenue, will give you just over £33,000 for doing that. They'll help you in your journey um, towards retirement. The thing what I call is Einstein money, £833,000. So let me get, try to understand this. Targeting a million pounds at 65, if you paid in £58 a month gross, so actually you're only going to pay nearer sort of uh, 40, um, you'll contribute £133,000. If you're paying £133,000, where has the £870 or so thousand pounds come from? Some of it's from tax relief, £33,000. And £833,000 is your reward, your payment for putting your money at risk at the capital markets. So that's the growth. That's the Einstein money. This is the beauty of compound interest. So compound growth or compound interest is basically the growth on growth. So when money grows on top of money... I call it um, Einstein money because Einstein said it was the eighth wonder of the world. Um, he who enjoys it benefits from it. He who, he who understands it gains from it. He who doesn't pays it. And he's true. If you understand compound growth, you're going to benefit from it. You're going to grow your wealth, your assets. If you don't, you're going to pay interest on your debts and you're going to pay it. OK, so okay, maybe we're a little bit late. We didn't start at birth, um, but we're 10 years old. So when we're 10, our £58 a month, what was um, being paid at birth, increases to £112 a month. So it doubles pretty much, almost doubles in value. Um, but again, we were paying £173,000. 
The revenue will give us about £43,000 because we're getting tax relief on our contributions. We pay more, we're getting more tax relief. But we've still got £783,000 of Einstein money. So remember, we can do a pension for a newborn baby. You can put in up to £300 a month. So if you're having a baby or a 10-year-old, £112 a month, increasing line with inflation at 6%, will give them a fund value of a million pounds at 65. What a gift. If you're a grandparent and you give money to your grandchildren, what is a bigger legacy than leaving them a million pounds when they are 65. I can't think of one. I can't think of one. You know, you would sort their retirement plan out. And it, it, it is less of a financial spoiler because they won't get that at earliest 55, 57 actually, by the time they get there. Um, but this is targeted at 65. So they've still got to work. They've still got to find their way in their life. But they can do so with the knowledge that actually grandparents sorted out retirement for me. Okay, so we've gone past 10, we're at 20, so we've just finished through um, schooling. Um, we're starting work, possibly, it might be at university. Um, £222 a month. £222 a month, increasing it 3.5%. At a 6% return, will target you a pension fund of £1 million. Um, now, if we're now looking at the 12.5% rule, you'd need to be earning a salary of just over £21,000 at 12.5% to balance the figures when I talk about £222 a month. So, you know, 12.5% of £21,000 is £222 a month. You can see where the figures sort of lie. It's not too unreasonable. That's a reasonably good salary for a 20-year-old, don't get me wrong. Um, and they've got to be pretty committed to financial independence um, by putting that level of money away. But your contributions in, into the retirement plan will be £226,000. The revenue are going to give you just over £55,000 for your retirement. And then on top of that, Einstein's going to reward you with £717,000. Get the magnitude of this, guys. You're putting away, out of your pocket, um, about £170 a month. From, birth, from age 20, sorry, until um, 65. And the Einstein money is going to be £717,000. It's tremendous. Okay, so probably now getting into the cohort of people who watch these videos more so than everyone else. Um, I don't see many 10-year-olds watching them, but I do have a 12-year-old follower. Um, if, you're, if you're a youngster, let me know. That'd be great. I'd love to hear from you. Um, starting at 30. 30, got 35 years now until retirement. Target in 65. I don't know why I chose 65. Choose any day, really. Um, £463 a month. £463 a month. So basically, you'll be paying sort of late 300s um, after the tax relief. It's going to vary on um, your tax band and how it's paid. Um, you'd need a salary of about £44,000 a year at the 12.5% rule to justify that. That's a pretty good salary, if I'm honest, for a 30-year-old. Um, you've got to be sort of professional qualifications, um, management sort of material to be earning that kind of income. So this is where the 12.5% rule kind of starts falling down a little bit, um, particularly if you have nothing behind you already. I will do a future video on um, how much you should have saved at each segment of your life and how much contributions um, should be paid in. But at age 30, if you're starting from scratch, 
targeting a million pounds at 65, you're looking at about 463 pounds a month. But remember, that's not going to cost you 463 because you're going to get your tax relief on that. And if you're looking at the 12.5% rule, you'll be on about £44,500 um, to justify that sort of contribution. Um, you'll be paying in just shy of £300,000, £296,000. The revenue are going to give you just shy of £75,000 towards this, which is amazing, isn't it? What a great way of getting your tax back from the revenue. Um, and iSign's going to give you £628,000, nearly £629,000. This, guys, is the beauty, the, 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 the wonder of compound growth, um, which we like to call Einstein money. So age 40, I'll, I'll speed up a little bit here. Age 40, um, 25 years to retirement, you'll be paying in £1,000 a month, £1,046 a month. Um, so probably at that sort of level, um, about eight, £800 or so um, net of basic rate tax. You'd need a salary of about £100,000 at 12.5%. Now you're getting into sort of serious salary sort of de um, criteria and um, uh, league. £100,000 salary for a 40-year-old is a decent salary. So this assumes you've got nothing behind you. You're starting from scratch. Um, you'll be contributing £391,000. The revenue will be giving you £97,000. And Einstein will be giving you £510,000. So that's still over half a million pounds of free money. This is the bit you really got to understand. Time is your friend with investing. On this, we've got 25 years to invest. Um, Einstein, we're giving you £510,000. Um, and then coming into the last cohort that I, I did, which was a 50-year-old. And the reason I stopped here is the contribution sizes, if I'm honest. Um, if you're 50, retiring at 65, that's a 15-year um, time horizon. At a 6% return, you'll be looking at £2,800 a month, basically. £2,798 a month, increasing in line with 3.5%. Um, you'd need a salary of £269,000 uh, a year at 12.5%. You're then coming into additional complications about the amount you could put into your pension, that kind of thing. So um, you'll be paying in 518 thousand pounds into your retirement fund the revenue because of the size of your contributions will be giving you over a hundred and twenty nine thousand pounds in tax relief into your pension um, and Einstein will be giving you three hundred and fifty two thousand pounds so still a tremendous amount of money three hundred fifty two thousand pounds but obviously a long way from the the beginning um, one which was eight hundred and thirty three thousand pounds and that's purely time if you look at it as you've gone through, and I'll put these, these figures in the show notes, so there'll be an article on warrantry.com that you can refer to this. Um, you can see you're paying in more, but you're getting less um, on, in compound growth. Um, it, it, it's a, a tremendous thing that you really need to um, understand and, and make sure that we, we follow. Um, I stopped at 50 because I think if you're, if you're looking at 200 £2,800 a month at 50, you can see anything past 50 to target a million pounds. You've really got to be putting the money away to make sure that you can um, meet retirement. And if you haven't started at 50 and you're thinking, oh, my God, I can't afford that. Hey, guys, don't use this as a downer. Use this as a wake up call to say, right, I'm going to go and get myself professional financial planning advice. 
um, and go and find yourself a certified financial planner. There's a website called Wayfinder, which will give you a list of all the certified financial planners in the country. Uh, if you're in the Southwest, um, please give me a shout. I'm very happy to um, speak to anyone. Um, drop me an email and we can set up a call. But if you're not and you want something more convenient for you, then go to wayfinder.co.uk. It's a website run by the CISI, the Chartered Institute for Securities and Investment, and they have the register of certified financial planners. Um, just a little bit about on that. A certified financial planner is someone who will work with you to create a financial plan very, very broadly follow the five-step process. They have their own six-step process that they do. I, I do that with clients. I've just adopted it um, for the money plan. Uh, they'll start with your outcome, what you want to do, and then they'll talk to you about your, what your existing arrangements are. So they're more going to focus on you, and they're going to create a financial plan, a financial blueprint of what your future looks like, as opposed to just talking to you specifically about a pension. Because there are other ways to achieve this other than a pension. It's just that we believe that the pension is possibly the better route for you to go down on this basis for a, a number of reasons. The, the tax relief, you get 20% tax relief when the contributions go in. If you're a higher rate taxer, taxpayer, so earning over £50,000, you can claim additional rate tax relief through um, either your notice of coding or your uh, self-assessment tax return. And if you're an uh, additional rate taxpayer, uh, £150,000 a year or more, you can claim um, an extra tax break there as well through the same method. So pensions are very, very tax efficient. They're outside of your estate for inheritance tax uh, and they're protected from creditors. So they, they do help um, fund for your retirement brilliantly. Um, but a pension is just a tax deferred savings plan. That's what makes them out to be anything other than they are. You put money in, you get your tax back. It grows tax free during your lifetime and then when you get to the other end, which is at the moment 50, but from 2028, that will rise to 57. Sorry, at the moment it's 55. God, it hasn't been 50 for a few years. At the moment it's 55, but from 2028, it rises to 57. Um, you can take the money out. And when you take the money out, you pay income tax on 75% of it. 25% of it is tax-free. Um, but hey, you know, it also, if you die before retirement, that money can pass to your beneficiaries. Um, if it's pre-age 75, it's paid tax-free. If it's post-age 75, they would pay an income tax on that benefit of money. But hey, look, um, I wanted to give you some kind of figures of how much you need to put away at different stages of your life. The big message for me from this um, to pass on to you as a summary is start young. You know, if you've got children, why don't you start a pension for them now? even if it's at a modest £10 a month. Um, the longer you're in the market, the better your investment experience and the more Einstein will help you out, the more compound growth rewards you and the better the growth you get on your money. Um, it's important to realise that for most of you, you probably have to put away a lot more than you thought. Um, those figures were targeting a million pounds a million pound pension fund would probably provide you about £40,000 a year of income. Remember, you might have some defined benefit pensions and you'll have the state pension um, in addition to those. You might want to reduce those figures down. But I figured that, that a million pound is quite easy to proportionate down um, as opposed to if I chose a specific amount of money. It was quite easy for you to massage the figures. Um, complete a BR19, a BR19 form. You can get a copy of that on our resource centre on our website, warrantute.com. And that will help you understand what you're going to get from your state pension. I hope this has been of help. I hope you've enjoyed the recording. 
My name's Warren Shute. This has been Financial Education for the Nation. and a future video, I'll talk to you about how much I feel you should have saved up at different ages of your career or your lifespan. Uh, but if there's anything else you'd like me to cover, please get in touch. I love responding to your calls. I can respond to all your emails at the moment. It is getting to the point where I won't be able to. We do get quite a lot. But um, it is a pleasure whenever I can. Thank you very much. You take care and have a great weekend.